time for the Fun Size Show! Welcome back to your Fun Size Podcast. The Fun Size Podcast. The, the one that's just right. And when, and when someone tells you it's just right, they're usually just being polite, right? They're just being kind. We are welcoming back Joey Haney from Rock Strikes 10. The podcast that, well, Joey, you tell them what Rock Strikes 10 is all about. It's a rock-based theme show, which covers all, what, six decades of rock, multi-genre, and you always get 10 songs, no more, no less. The theme is always different, so if you tune in to a recent episode and you don't like it, check out the next one. Uh-huh. It'll be completely different, hopefully. I loved your David Bowie retrospective Ooh, here. That was yeah. a great set of shows. Yeah, with my um, my old record store boss Logan, that was from the heart, man. Like that, and we spread that out over the year because you know there was a lot of vulturing on Bowie, and you know that's going to happen because he's literally an icon. There's no stretch of the imagination when it comes to giving him that kind of a term. But uh-huh. you know, just going through the catalog and finding those gems, finding a few of those one-offs, uh, it was just so rewarding as a fan and I, you know, stuff I was aware of for the most part, but like really getting down, reading about stuff, reading about the background, Logan watched a lot of documentaries too. And it was just a lot of fun, you know, and you know, that that's without sounding too snobbish, you know, for record store guy kind of thing. It's not, you know, all the Bowie retrospectives that year was like space oddity and life on Mars and you know, that stuff and that stuff's great. But you know, how many people have heard him do Pictures of Lily by The Who? That version is just insane. You know, or like the song that is more known as a Springsteen song, you know, It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. You know, that's that's what we do on Rock Strikes 10. Very good. Today we're going to do something different. This is the other side of when we have a guest on. We like to turn the tables where you're going to do the guessing and I'm going to log in an artist in a song. And you will have ten questions and three guesses. I'm not sure you're going to guess this. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Challenge accepted. I'm going to log my artist and song in. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep. Okay, that's done. Joey Haney, are you ready to turn the tables? I am ready. And I will probably piggyback on a lot of your old questions. <laughs> You only get 10 and three guesses, so whatever you do with them. Well, that's all I need is 10 every time. That's right. This is perfect for you. Lock and load. Here we go. Cue up that tense music. Yeah, I'll say, is this uh, artist known as a solo artist or a group? It is a band. Okay. And let's, yeah, we're getting through the RST and LEs. Um, What country is this band from? They're not American. They're not okay. from Canada. They're not okay. from South America. They're not from Australia. They're not from England. <laughs> they are, in fact, Scottish. Ooh. That narrows it down a lot for me. I've got two... I wonder if I should just use my guess right away on who what immediately came to mind. i got two bands that came to mind. I might use just the next two guesses on it. Let's see if I can get it really early. All right, I'm going to go with, is it the Bay City Rollers? Okay. All right. (laughs) 
No, but I love that song, Saturday Night. I love I love their, you know, every hits collection that they put out, I'll pretty much buy them all, like Gene Simmons would say. Yeah. I mean, come on, Rock and Roll Love Letter, their version of I Only Want to Be With You. I mean, that's a fun band, man. So then you celebrate their entire catalog. <laughs> Whatever I can get my hands on on the stage, yes. Very good. Uh, wardrobe be damned. That's right. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to go ahead and do my second guess, and then I'm going to try to figure out if I... Because uh, I literally, off the top of my head, I'm sure I know more, obviously, but two bands come to mind when you say Scotland. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go ahead and... And I may even be wrong about this. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go ahead and shoot the wad. Is it Golden Earring? Oh! <laughs> okay. Now we're back into I, I used two guesses on that, thinking I was right. Wow. But the good news is, is that questions are still guesses in a way, right? So you can, you can manipulate this however you want. You still sure. have. You've only got that was seriously. You figured out they're from Scotland in like two questions, so that's pretty good. Yeah. That they're a band from Scotland, so that's pretty good. Uh, what decade is this band predominantly known in? They became big in the '80s for sure. Okay. Hmm. I should have asked that first. I'll even say Doesn't... early 80s. Okay. <sighs> Meaning that like 85 is in the middle, so that gives you an idea when I say early. Question four. Question four. Is this band still active today? This band is still active today. Though, mm. the main... The main artist in the band is no longer with us. Ooh, that should be if if I knew. Who, <laughs> that's a that's a big hint. It's a great song, by the way. Are they just known for one song predominantly? You know, I'm going to say yes, but their rabid fans would say no. Of they've had they've had a lot of great stuff. But primarily in America, it's mostly one or two songs. Okay. Is this uh, the song that they're mostly known for? Is this, uh, as I like to say, is this one of those songs that has made it through? Or has it does not get referenced, uh, you know, so much anymore? Kind of like um, an example I could use is that you always hear Take On Me by AHA still to this right. day. Right. And things. But you don't really hear to all the girls I've loved before as much anymore. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I'm going to say that I, I never have seen this song like in a soda commercial or anything like that. But the, the song should be as big as Take On Me. It, it should be something that's a cultural cool thing. Okay. I like the message in it. And I've got one guess. Like I've got one like actual on the nose guest left. Yeah, yeah. Was this one hit, um, uh, you know, an MTV staple? Yes. Okay. But then again, being that it was closer to the early '80s. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, because MTV was really at the height of its powers, like '84, '85, '86. You know, as far as being being visual radio. You yeah. Know, they kind of broke off after that. Question seven. E- <laughs> I can't ask you like on the nose things about like the first letter. <laughs> oh, I could, we could do that. I could can even I, tell you the first word if you want. 
Wow, you're that you're that uh, cocky about it. All right, we're just having first... fun here. Sure. Okay, give me the first word. In. <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I should have specifically asked if that was the first name, the first word of the um, of the band or the song. Oh, it's. Uh, I'll even say of the song. Okay, and that should that should really help me. That should really help me. It's the kind of thing that you will kick yourself in the ass if you don't get this now at this point. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to like tilt my head over to my CDs, but I think this might just be on a compilation that I don't have access to. So there's no way for me to cheat at this point, and I don't have my computer on. I mean, I I have the the screen down. Right. Question eight. One more guess as well. Okay. Oh, um, is this does this band have a male or female singer? Male. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't narrow it down. Damn. Well, it, it technically does, but you just—it's not doing you any good right now. What was the concept of this video? Was it strictly performance, or was there a story to it? Not so much a story. It was people running around outside, and uh, I want to make sure I'm not confusing a video. Sure. Because, uh, you know, they all kind of get lumped together after a while. Was this the one where the band romped around outside on something? Or <laughs> Right, I understand. Did they did and, they stand, did they play by a factory, you know, yeah, rusted yeah. out factory? Or were they in a schoolroom? You know, the, the 80s yeah. videos were very wonderfully weird. Yeah, and are there two versions of it? Like the international version and the American version? That, that happened a lot. Yeah, I honestly don't know about that. <sighs> Question nine. It's a lot of work for a fun-sized candy bar. I, I know, I know. I'm uh, my blood sugar is dropping by the second. As we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about how this song hasn't really been used much in pop culture references. Is there any like film scene or television scene that it could be linked to that you could reference right now? Not that I'm aware of, but it would have been a cool thing to use in a Goldberg episode, but they probably won't. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, that that doesn't help you in any way, shape, yeah. or form. You have one question left. One question left. And, and one guess. And I'm sure there's people yelling at the their iPods and, and stuff like, in this. Right. Well, let's, let's take a look at We Know, okay? The song has the word <laughs> in. The band is from Scotland. Yeah. They had hits on MTV. It was before 1985 that this was a hit. Mm-hmm. And they're Scottish, you know. And they're still around to this day, but their famous member is not. Yes. Which implies that he's no longer with us, like, on this mortal coil, right? Yes. Okay. So one more question and yeah. one more guess. There's probably guys like BJ that are just like, how do you not know this? Right. Uh, my last question is, I'll just, I'll just say something stupid because I want to know now. What what uh, record label was it on? Do you know that? <laughs> Ooh, oh, they're on Mercury, I believe. Okay. Probably the the Scottish. <laughs> yeah. They are probably the Scottish version of yes. Mercury. It had a kilt on the logo. I don't know, you know. <laughs> Clover Records. If it's not Clover, it's crap. <laughs> God, and I'm Scottish Irish too. That's a disgrace for me to say that. Okay. Anyway, okay, uh, so I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna give my guess away so we can get to the answer. It is 
I was gonna guess something stupid. Is it? Is, is it? Um, is it pseudo echo? Obviously, it's not. Okay, they're Australian. Okay. <laughs> it's a good obscure reference, though. Right. Are you ready for the reveal? I'm ready to hang my head in shame. Yes. It's gonna be such a great song. It's it's gonna make you feel good. Okay. You know, brother, sometimes you're down in this world. Sometimes you need something to pick you up. <laughs> I like inspiration. I like joy. I like something that has meaning. There is a band called U2 that was, like, super huge. And mm-hmm. underneath the shadow of U2, there were a couple of great bands, right? That mm-hmm. It's weird because, like, we can only think in terms of one thing in this. You know, it's either or, right? Mm-hmm. Coke or Pepsi. Chevrolet mm-hmm. or Ford, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember when U2 came out, my friend Billy Mertz, he loved U2, and I did too. But then this song came out, and I thought, these guys will probably be bigger than U2. So that tells you how fucked up I was, right? (laughs) From Scotland, the band is Big Country. The song is In In a a Big Country. country. Dreams stay with you, like a lover's voice across the mountainside. I'm staying alive. See, I'm not giving any excuses for not getting that. I've always thought that they were Australian for some reason. So Really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe wow. it's, I think it was the haircuts. Yeah, it <laughs> so might have like, been. But Plus, it, I mean. <laughs> at the time, in excess, everybody was from Australia for a while there. Yeah, I, I think that's why my brain went there. I know that they were decent Alice Cooper fans, so that makes me like them automatically because they did a couple of Alice covers on B-Sides, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the, the band actually played live on the Alice Cooper Special Forces tour for two concerts in 1982 at the Brighton Center. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, and um, yeah, the singer, he uh, he hung himself, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, it's sad, very sad. I don't have I don't have good segues, so like I just kind of that's where my brain goes. <laughs> that's so. okay. That's all right. So without further ado or further ado, Joe, you want to introduce this one? Yes, one of Scotland's finest. <laughs> I'm, as we now have recently discovered, at least I have. This is Big Country with In a Big Country.
single caused them any grief i think maybe to a certain group like programmers and journalists i think it something like that kind of seems on the surface pretty novelty so maybe that's maybe that did hurt them i mean it is uh, very possible so i think if they'd have called the song something else you know yeah but they couldn't have called it staying alive which is one (laughs) of them because at that point we were getting ready to have the staying alive movie the the sequel to Saturday Night Fever come out. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. It's a catchy song, though. That's for sure. I mean, it's a damn catchy song. What do you think of it? I'm I'm fine with the song. I uh, you know, it's I, I guess honestly, I guess it'd be like a fifty-fifty thing with me. You know, if it's on serious, you know, if I'm if I see something else, uh, it would have to be a pretty good song for me to switch it over. But I have no problem with the song. I'm also guilty of pretty much knowing just that song. Ah. Well, they also had a hit with that album. Uh, Fields of Fire was also off that album. Okay. That was another hit for them. And then they, then they later did a bit of a duet with Kate Bush on their album, The Seer. So. Oh, wow. One of the few times she's poked her head up in the last couple of decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, the song, you know, it's one of those songs. It's just from, from the first beat, it just kicks ass. It just takes right off. Yeah. It doesn't stop. At all, it, you know, they they had. It's one of those fade out songs. They had to because it was just going so far. Where 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 could it end other than a fade out? I guess I should have always known they were from Scotland too. I keep going back to that, but like even the guitar riff there. I mean, that's very, <laughs> yeah. that's very uh, you know, of of that you know place and you know. So it's yeah, of course you know yeah. Should I should have nailed that. So it would be one of the the father's uh, favorite bands in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Exactly. exactly. I love that movie. It's not Scottish, it's Crip. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> One of the oh. most. I love that movie. It's, he says, uh, "Look at his poor head, <laughs> trembling <laughs> under the weight of it all." <laughs> yeah. Head, uh, move your head. Yeah. And then he says that thing about uh, the colonel, him and his wee beady eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they put a uh, chemical in Kentucky Fried Chicken that makes you crave it fortnightly. Yeah, yeah Mike Myers used to be so good, man. <laughs> yep. Come back to Mike. <laughs> and there's one part where Phil Hartman plays a prison guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They're on a tour of Alcatraz. Yeah. And... It, <laughs> <laughs> the Phil Hartman scene is just so bizarre. They took turns pissing in his ocular cavities. <laughs> it's so creepy uh, and weird. I, I, I love Phil Hartman so much that I actually legit stopped watching SNL after he left. Like, I stopped watching. I followed him to news radio and I never went back to SNL like on a regular basis because he was that good in my opinion. Well, I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. It has nothing to do with Phil Hartman at this point. It's just <laughs> not very good. I, I just right. maybe I'm I think too I, old. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's usually what what happens. I think you know, and, and that that goes for me too. But like I, for me, I'm fine getting out there because it just turned into the Farley Farrell thing, and I just that's that's not really my scene. So. I dug that, but uh, I just there's there's some talented people on the show to this day. It's just well, sure. Plus, they have like 19 cast members at any given <laughs> time. That starting is like 20 minutes long in itself. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be cool if they would just you know as a joke do a thing where they just put and Fred the fish catcher, <laughs> yeah. Lyle Muskowitz, and whole it's crew just catering. You know. Yeah. Anybody that just happens to. Just put people in the starting that aren't really in the cast. That would be subversive and funny. Yeah, that'd be good because they would like no cold open and just go to the intro. People like, wow, they always do a cold open, and then like they do that instead. That that's see right there. Ken, you should be writing for Saturday Night Live. Well, I'll tell you, if I had a comedy show on air, one of the things I would do is make fun of the Saturday Night Live starting. Oh, for sure. That's that's it would a, be that's like a an time. eight minute skit. Yeah. <laughs> that just goes on and on and on and on. So anyway, now that we've trashed Saturday Night Live, and <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the song today. You did not win a candy bar, but I'm nice. I'm going to give you one anyway. It's only fun oh. size, but which will make you want to go actually buy a real big candy bar. Yes, the big country candy bar. Yes. There you go. I wonder if they ever did that. I don't know, but that's a missed opportunity if they didn't. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will see you on the next episode of Fun Size. Thank you, Joey Haney, for being here. And, folks, check out Joey Haney's wonderful podcast, Rock Strikes 10. Find it wherever better podcasts are found. Indeed. Thank you for having me. All right. We will see you, sir, and say goodbye, Joey. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm waving. Goodbye. Bye. And that's our show. The Fun Size Show is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network, a concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying, 
Remember to make every day fun-sized. There, that was romantic, right? Passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey!